leading economic indicators. That's something that a lot of people look at to help give them an idea of the current environment that we're in. You know, everything that you look at when it comes to the Wall Street Journal or uh, maybe The Economist or CNBC, uh, and I'm just picking on like the major news channels that a lot of people read or just in conversation with people in general. A lot of people looking at uh, jobs reports, uh, the inflation number, uh, the growth number, uh, um, housing starts. Um, they're looking at economic data put out by the government that they collect, uh, which are you know good things to look at if you're trying to get a read on the uh, economy, but it tells you what happened in the past. And when you're an investor, what you're doing is getting a sense for how you want to invest money for the future. So looking at that, it tells you about the past is, you know, not, not overly helpful, right? It may be helpful for other things um, that allows you, that allow you to um, take advantage of short-term opportunities to add to a position um, that you think is undervalued or sell something that you think is overvalued because when those reports come out, if they're positive or negative, people feel some, some kind of way one way or another. But as far as you making uh, future investment decisions, I'm, I'm not. I'm not super sure. I'm, I'm not very sure that it's a good uh, use for that. What's What's better is actually looking at the stock market because the the stock market gives you a collective uh, view of what everybody's thinking, right? And everybody's crunching numbers, looking at data, and um, you know, coming up with with some sort of number. Uh, you know, some sort of assessment of, of the future. And while it's extremely tough for us individuals to look at the numbers and, and look at the future, when you look at the collective, everybody doing it together, the collective is, you know, many times right. Let me, let me give you like a simple example. And I'm going to completely mess it up, but you can probably Google this, like the jelly bean jar example. But basically, they, you know, and this is done multiple different ways, but one of the examples is, there's a bunch of, um, uh, there's a professor with some jelly beans and uh, in a jar, and he asked everybody in the class to guess the amount of jelly beans in the jar, right? And while not, no one person guessed the right number, the collective average was pretty, pretty close to the right number of, of, of jelly beans. So um, as a collective, we're pretty smart. And so by looking at the stock market, um, you know, you're able to get a, um, a sense uh, of the future and going deeper inside the stock market, you have different types of, of, of companies, but the companies that, that, that lead the most are what you call cyclical companies or companies that uh, do really, really well when the economy is doing uh, well and they go down first when the economy's um, in trouble. So cyclicals are like um, consumer discretionaries, uh, retail, uh, entertainment, um, construction stocks, material stocks, um, um, auto stocks, but cyclicals are ones that um, are companies that are tied to uh, the health of the economy. And, um, you know, those will, you know, before we have a, before the numbers come out and before a, a major recession have historically dropped and went out first before the market, before the indicators. And so um, a specific way to look at this is there's a, there's an ETF um, called XRT, right? XRT is um, a, a retail ETF, you know, um, 
put your cyclical stocks and that ETF you can track and you can follow and it could, it could give you um, a relatively you know, good idea um, as an indicator of what's happening with the economy. Now, you know, people say, okay, I got the ETF, how do I look at it and interpret it on a chart, right? That's a conversation for, you know, another episode, but technical analysis is, you know, where you're using data to, to, to pick up a trend and you're basically saying, how is this market trending? Is it trending, you know, up well or down? Right. Currently, uh, as of today, which is June 17th, uh, 2019, um, that market is in a downtrend, which, which basically lets you know from an investment standpoint, the market thinks that uh, things, are, things are not so great. Now, a lot of you have heard me say, you know, I'm, the way that I invest, you know, I'm, I'm, in, I'm investing in a way where whether we have a recession or not, because this stuff is not overly guaranteed, right? These, these indicators, uh, you know, they may lead and give you a warning, but they're not always right, right? So you don't want to like bet on this to make all your decisions. You want to use it as a decision point, uh, you know, and I'll, and I'll give you an idea of how to use it as a decision point, um, but you want to you wanna pay attention. But ultimately, like I mentioned, my, the way my process works is I'll invest through a um, good times and bad times by choosing you know, stocks that are relatively cheap um, that can still do well even if, you know, when, when we come out of a recession, even if we go into one, uh, potentially, right, if, if I did my analysis right. But what this allows you to do is let you know how much risk you want to take, right? So if, if think the market signaling things not, you know, being so well, and your aggressive position, your aggressive portfolio is 100% in stocks, right? And, and, and you get the signal where things are downtrend, maybe you might want to, you know, maybe you might think to move to 80% stocks and you, you put some money in bonds and cash and uh, wait for more opportunities to come um you know as the as the market falls and so that's that's an example of how if you look at the indicator you're still invested you're not completely building out but you might take some risk out right in the reverse you know when things are looking well based on leading indicators uh, this being one of them <clears throat> um you may go all into your full uh full stock position right and or you might be willing to invest more money into um, um into whatever positions uh you you, you may have because a bigger picture of what you know a really important indicator tells you is um, uh, well let me not get into that because this will be a whole other explanation but this is one example I'm probably going to have to do multiple examples on different leading indicators and how to interpret them and how to use them uh, in your portfolio um, but this is one episode one example you know uh, as as always uh, this is meant to be for uh, educational purposes and informational purposes. Um, I am a registered investment advisor for my company, Stonehill Wealth Management. Uh, this information is not to be considered a solicitation for the specific purchase of securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investing involves risk, and no investment is guaranteed unless so stated. Individuals listening to this podcast should be the profile of a professional or tax advisor or accurate any information contained in this podcast. I would enjoy your day. Thank you.